small business owners, artists, influencers, did you know that you could be using content as a means to teach? Yes, yes, yes. We're going to get into that today with our guest who's hanging out in the virtual studio here on the Charvette Mitchell radio show, Taba the Idea Man. We'll get right into it right after this. Why y'all so happy? And you don't know. Charvette Mitchell is on the radio. It's time to get motivated, excited, and influenced. Why? It's the Charvette Mitchell radio show, live from Richmond, Virginia. And now, here to motivate, excite, and influence you, Charvette Mitchell. All right, welcome to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, broadcasting live, live from the capital city of Richmond, Virginia, but heard and seen all across the world wide web. We appreciate all of those that are coming in from three different places on Facebook, those that are hanging out on YouTube. We see you, those that are checking us out on LinkedIn and Twitter, certainly Blog Talk Radio. You might be at Charvette.com or you could be catching the podcast version. Listen, Apple iTunes, Apple Podcasts, y'all be holding the damn, but I can't leave out Stitcher and all the other places uh, where you may be watching or listening to the show. We are excited to have you today, and I am really tickle pink uh, about our guest that's here. Listen, I see you all coming on in uh, right now. Hello, Delmar. Thank you for uh, popping on in. We see you. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Thank you for being here. Kimberly, uh, hanging out over on YouTube. Uh, hey, Lynette, thank you so much for being here as well. Listen, can't do it without Betty Jean Stanley Mitchell. Can't do it. Can't do it without her. Uh, we're excited that you are here with us. Listen, we want to remind you that this segment is brought to you by my sixth annual pop-up conference for women in business. It is taking place at the Four Points by Sheraton. Yes, it is a live in-person event. It is not virtual. We want you to join us in Richmond, Virginia, November 4th for our VIPs, which is sold out, but we have registration available for a November 5th and 6th, which is that Friday and that Saturday. Come hang out with us and certainly you can register at heygirlhey.biz. You can see all of our speakers. You can see all of the session topics. You can download the conference app. And certainly if you haven't registered, we invite you to register for my signature conference, the pop-up conference for women entrepreneurs. We want to see you. Hello, Dr. Jackie. Thanks for popping in. Actually, one of our uh, guests that will be one of our speakers on that night. So listen, my guest is hanging out. I am ready. Let's get it started. Let's get it started. Listen, I encourage you to share this broadcast out. I encourage you to share this out because I promise you there is content uh, that is coming and going to be dropping tonight uh, that you want to share with your audience. So let's jump right on in as I bring my guest up. Uh, Tava, the idea man, is on a mission to inspire the world to live more joyous lives by using content as a means to teach. The required skills such as overcoming difficult circumstances and the belief that you can make dollars while making change were taught to him as a child. His, he helps mission-driven entrepreneurs and artists and influencers expand their message using marketing so that they can have a larger positive impact on the culture. Listen, he's been recognized by Facebook VPs for being a founding creator of Facebook Elevate. He has spoken at Facebook, Yelp, Pixlr, Sanford, the Federal Reserve. He's interviewed uh, people such as Chris Tucker. And now he's here on the Charvette Mitchell radio show. We're super excited to bring up to the mic, Tava, 
the idea man coming live on the charvette mitchell radio show welcome how are you hey, hey hey everybody i'm great i'm great how you doing i am awesome listen we have uh viewers and listeners coming on in let's see here carlethia from richmond virginia is saying hello hello we are excited and so uh Tabah, tell us how did you get into this the space that you're in how did all of this start for you yeah um interesting i think you know, it all started just growing up. Uh, I grew up in Oakland, California. That's where I'm at. Um, and I always got to see, uh, I was always intrigued by ads, right? Mm -hmm. And um, I often saw this one big difference where the commercials for usually the companies that had the most detrimental effects on society usually were the most amazing, right? So there's just yeah. one where there's this um there's this kid and he's outside his outside his house he's playing basketball he's shaking everybody see if you know me as a kid i was kind of a little bit of a nerd so i wasn't very good at basketball so this commercial appealed to me because i was like oh, uh -huh. oh guy's cool right um he's doing his thing he goes inside the house and he's like grandma i'm hungry you know typical black experience young man living with his grandmother and she's like, okay, there's some fried chicken sandwiches on the stove. And, you know, he looks around and there's the most delicious fried chicken sandwich you've ever seen uh -huh. and takes a bite. And he's like, grandma, oh, you stuck your foot in this. Right. Uh -huh. And she goes, boy, I didn't make those. I got that from the XYZ fast food restaurant. Right. Mm. And. You know, it's a real commercial. And, and, and I looked at this and I said, wow, this company is has an amazing ad, culturally specific, and they're using my culture to kill us. Mm, As, wow. Perspective. Right. Because yeah. at the end of the day, they're only putting out fast food that is that's harmful and toxic. Mm -hmm. There's no they're not investing in preventative health. There's no access to grocery stores or health food or education in my community. There's no even transportation to get to a store to actually get you some healthy food if you even knew. And the only thing that you have is this amazing ad that was spent millions of dollars for market research to understand the community and sell poison. Mm. And then I juxtapose wow. that against the nonprofits in my community, the small businesses, the artists who were trying to make a change but can never get on the radio because the radio didn't play what they had to say. And all of them had to have another day job and small businesses had to also have a second job just to try to make ends meet and nonprofits were all overworked, stressed and tore up and couldn't, you know, make the real impact they want because they didn't have yeah. enough money. And the root of all of that was a lack in understanding and experience in marketing and sales. Mm. And wow. so I, that's, that's my mission is if I can inspire the people who want to make a difference in the world with the correct marketing and sales information so that they can grow and scale, then they'll also grow and scale their impact. And that's how I have my impact. Yeah. And, and what's so powerful about that is that sometimes people think about, you know, mission driven organizations and people that want to make an impact to the culture as only not for profit or nonprofit. But positioning a small business to say a small business, an entrepreneur or a big business also has a has big missions. And to think about that 
as a way of making sure your marketing is getting out there to impact the culture as well. Absolutely. Yeah. And so the idea man, like where, who coined that? Who pinned that? (laughs) I don't know if it was so much as like a pin thing as just like, like a legend. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I don't even mean to say like somebody going on this guy, no. <laughs> but um, it was more like a lot of people just started recognizing that. Um, mm-hmm. And then I think, you know, often very frequently my mom would call call me that um, other people would start calling me that, you know, people would ask me, they're like, OK, I don't have an idea. What the heck do we do? And they would look at me. And it's normally just because I have a lot of different experiences, you know, even though I'm, I'm in advertising and marketing, you know, I was a professional musician. I've done oh. work with nonprofits. I've, you know, We're not going to make you sing or play or pull out an instrument. I'm, I'm going to let you off the hook, Tavar. I'm going to let you off the hook. I appreciate that. <laughs> I, I'm always ready, though. But not. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, you know, it was just like I could pull these different ideas um from various different areas in life so i think one of the i was at the federal reserve um working for a while and i brought a marketing strategy there because we were pitching educational content and material to universities so that they could um have you know more content to teach their students and um what i basically took to them was an entire marketing plan and strategy that I had learned doing music for myself as an artist. Wow. And I just contexted it and put it into perspective of, all right, well, what would a major company do with this these strategies? Contextualize it. And they were like, this is the most amazing thing ever. And I was like, man, I wish other kids from the hood knew that they could yeah. take this rapping stuff, that they could take this music video stuff, that they could take you know, these, these, this drawing stuff, whatever these ideas they have in their head that, you know, their parents and society tells them, Hey, you'll never make money that way. That's not a real dream. That's not a real vision. What happens when they learn that they could take those experiences and apply it to the highest echelons of society and be considered successful for it? Yeah. Yeah. Transferable skills transferable skills. Oh, to the M to the G. Hey, Angela, thank you so much. <laughs> Popped in and said great points. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Uh, also, Sharon, thank you for being here. Sharon Overton, we see you po- commenting in my Facebook group. And so um, talking about uh, Facebook, let's bring Facebook kind of into this conversation. So uh, Facebook Elevate, which is like a, a real, like, this is not like his own little, little personal Facebook group or anything. Like, this is a legit, like, real thing. You were a founding creator of Facebook Elevate. So Talk about what that is and how you got connected with the Facebook VPs to help make this happen and come to life. Yeah, so I'll specify. I was one of the uh, originating members, but definitely not just me. It was an entire team. Um, We have some great leads that have, you know, brought it together and and really pushed for it to happen. Um, And, you know, I was I was blessed and and in the space to you know, be around as we were creating it, um, as we're ideating and, and put some like some of those core uh, content and material into the program. Um, and it's really, you know, it's really started as a program to give back and to, you know, um, really make a difference for small businesses that, you know, need a support. 
Um, yeah. And so it started, of course, as like, you know, live trainings that we did, um, you know, at the Facebook offices. But uh, of course, when when COVID happened, we've moved uh, virtual. But, you know, if you are, um, you know, a small business of color, like, you know, I would really suggest you get involved, go to the Facebook group. Uh, you'll find lots of resources, trainings, um, you know, all types of complimentary services really meant to uh, support and, you know, give you information. And so this has just been, for me, kind of, you know, what I talk about a lot is the difference between like personal brand and, you know, uh, corporate brand. And, you know, one of the things that for me identifies no matter what, you know, as my personal brand is, you know, social good and equity as a part of business. And so mm, no matter yeah. where I'm at, if it's my own business, if it's I'm at a company, if I'm working, if I am, you know, doing music, whatever it is, how do I bring social good to the core of something that I was doing? And so even when, you know, working in, in the corporate space, um, you know, that's that's where my mission and, 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 and where I go. And, and so there's a number, there's a lot, quite a lot of people all throughout the leadership um, you know, and throughout the entire team and an organization who really care and want to make a difference. And so, you know, initiatives like this are created um, out of that. All right. Well, wonderful. Thank you so much for being a, a forerunner, forerunner and representing us. I'm going to let you take a quick, quick break in the virtual green room, get some virtual snacks. Yeah. Uh, and then when we come back, we're going to dive into our topic about using content as a way to teach. So we'll be right back. And uh, welcome again to all those that are popping in and checking out the Charvette Mitchell radio show. Someone may have tagged you. Someone may have said, come watch this. Thank you, Lorraine. We see you. Thank you, Nicole, over uh, on uh, LinkedIn as well, saying, Hello. Uh, yes, Delmar. Yes. Understanding how to identify those transferable skills is absolutely key. Uh, and then as Angela is saying, social good and equity into every business that transforms communities. Absolutely. We want to we want to be the change. We want to make the change. We have to be a part of that. So um, I'm going to uh, just share a little bit more about me because you may be brand spanking new uh, as way of a commercial break as one of our sponsors, Charvette Mitchell and Mitchell Productions. And we're going to be right back and get more into our topic. Imagine what it would feel like to throw a spotlight on your business and draw attention to the great services you offer. Picture having the tools and strategies to elevate the marketing of your business. That's the mission of Mitchell Productions. We consult with women entrepreneurs and a few lucky men to help them get more customers by focusing on their visibility, their marketing, and their branding. In working with us, our clients generate more revenue and increase their brand awareness. We do this in a couple of ways with consulting services, the Platform Builder Group Coaching Program, pop-up conferences, book collaborations, and the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Hi, I'm Charvette Mitchell, your online marketing strategist, your overwhelm eliminator, your platform builder, and your confidence igniter. Let's schedule a meet and greet call so that we can accelerate your marketing. 
All right. Welcome again. And uh, that's a little bit about me. I'm looking forward to continuing to connect with all of our viewers and our listeners. Let's jump back in. Uh, as we talk specifically about using content as a means to teach and listen, this applies to small business owners, artists, influencers, nonprofits, not-for-profits, ministries. We throw in everybody in. Let's bring our guests back up. Uh, Tava, the idea man. All oh, right. All right. So why is content and content marketing so important for that list of group, that group I just listed? Well, everything is content now, you know, mm. um, it's interesting. I, <laughs> I was, it's ironic that I work in social media and that the entire marketing space has moved to marketing and to, to, you know, mainly social media. Um, because I remember when all the like, you know, different channels are first getting started. Like I remember, of course, you know, MySpace is the original. Yes, I had a MySpace page. I got my first, Tava, I got my first two paying customers from MySpace. My first that, two. Oh, so you were on it early. Yes. <laughs> I was an early adopter. I was the first social media marketer that existed. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, so I wasn't. I definitely wasn't even using it at that point. Um, I was. I was using it to do market some music. Um, yeah, yeah. But you know, you have MySpace, you know, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I remember when all of them were getting started, and I was always a late bloomer. I never really wanted. Like the only time I actually got Facebook when my um, in college, my first year in college, my roommates like signed me up and made me one. <laughs> like, like, me. And I was like, ah, oh. <laughs> right. And here we are um, now, right? <laughs> exactly. I think it's so interesting. But I knew that I was interested in marketing before that. Like I was still into commercials and TV um, and things like that. But I just say all that to say that, you know, people are going online and to social to be entertained, um, to, you know, be kept aware of, you know, the news and, and their family. Um, and so as a business who's looking to generate revenue or to generate money or an artist or an influencer or a nonprofit, you know, where people's attention is where you need to show up. And if you're not where people are, then, you know, your messaging or nothing you're doing really matters. You know what I mean? You're at the wrong party trying to get support and, and I mean, and trying to make music, but no one can hear you because no one's at that party. Ooh. So. You got to. That be. might be an out or a man. I'm sorry. <laughs> that, type out or type a man. Type out or type a man. Right. <laughs> you know, you just you got to be at the right party, and and then if you're at the right party, then you have to understand, you know, what the language is, what you know, how people communicate. I said I always kind of go back to being like a nerd, and I had to study how people communicate, and so with content. You got to be entertaining. And if you as a business owner or a nonprofit or any of these folks um, don't know how to create content and be entertaining, then you're not going to be people where people are and you're not going to be speaking the language mm. and you're not going to make money. You're not going to make money. And we are in business uh, to make money. And so um, this thought around teaching and so you, how your content teaches. So hey, what's the connection mm -hmm. there? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this is a part of a formula I've been creating over quite a bit of years. But it's like, you know, as I told you, as I was kind of evaluating this commercial and, and look, looking at the multitude of ways people are under attack from, you know, redlining to 
you know, economic discrimination to, you know, <laughs> music, <laughs> all of the different ways that we're under attack. I was like, what is the solution to social good and to actually making change? Mm-hmm. And it narrowed down to these four pillars, right? And these are the four things that you needed to do to actually make a change. And most people were only operating in one or two of them. And that's why mm-hmm. a lot of the systems or a lot of the um, movements that we started or created haven't lasted, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. so the, the the three pieces were, or the four pieces are, one, it has to be rooted in social good, right? You know, whatever you're doing, it has to be rooted there. That has to be a core pillar of, of who you are, what you want to do, and you can never lose sight of that, and you can never lose sight of the people, right? So that's the first Well pillar. said, yeah. Um, the, the, the second pillar is um, that it has to generate money right? It has mm-hmm. to generate money. And this is one that a lot of people specifically, especially the nonprofits mess up. Mm, yeah. Right? Or the, 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 the people who like have this mission that they want to do in the world, or they have, you know, a t-shirt line that says something positive on it and they want to sell it to inspire the world, but they don't necessarily really look at what is the business behind this? How do I get those numbers? What are going to be, you know what I mean? And so yeah. a lot of times we don't look at the business and the numbers. It says a business, what's the competition on it? You know, how do I generate revenue? And if you're going to have something sustainable to deliver social good, you have to generate revenue because other people may not fund you, especially if you're asking the people who you're trying to like, you know, get some concessions from. Right. <laughs> like, what? That don't make no sense. Right, right. right. <laughs> Um, so it has to be, you know, good, good for the people and good for the pocket. Yeah. All right. Um, the third thing it has to have is it has to be tied and wrapped into the culture. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it had the artists, the influencers. Right. And these are these are why I have three audiences that I work with. Businesses, nonprofits and artists and influencers. These three spaces together is what creates social good when you can wrap it together into content, media, and marketing, right? So that fourth pillar is marketing, right? The folks who have that that bottom, that core pillar who do social good typically don't do good marketing. Yep. Right? The people who are only about the business have great marketing, right? So if you can get the people... The businesses and the nonprofits who care, right? And, the, the, and you can get, you know, everyone, all the people that are rooted in, in social good, whether yes. they're influencer, nonprofit, or business, working towards a mission and be able to build it in a way that if it's successful, it also generates revenue. So that way you can, you know, get more revenue so you can invest more revenue in whatever it is you need to change. And then you have the people's hearts through the culture, through the music, through the content, through the shows. We're a violent society because every song, TV show, comic book, cartoon, video game song that we hear is violent. Yeah. So it's ingrained. How else are you not? 
Yeah. Right. So once we can change those four elements and those four elements are working together specifically through that content and media. Right. And you can mm -hmm. create content that inspires the culture and you can use that in a way that generates money and has a social impact. That's how you create that lasting systemic change. And so do you think and I know we are uh, you you are affiliate, you know, Facebook is, is friends of us. But do you think that's why TikTok has kind of exploded? It feels like it has mixed, you know, culture. It's culture. You've got music. You've got social change. You've got marketing. You think that's why TikTok is kind of blowing up? So, I mean, I, I say. I say for social longevity is the name of the game. Mm -hmm. Right. There's always going to be new ones. Right. And they're going to be big for whatever time they are. Maybe they stay long. Maybe they don't. You know, we those things are yet to be seen. Right. But I think mm -hmm. what matters is, is where is the party? Right. Mm -hmm. While it's here, are you at the party? Right. And mm -hmm. and then, too, I think, you know, what really fuels um, new social media sites is a new form of content, right? Or a new way to put content or a unique recipe for the way content is engaged with, right? So yeah. Clubhouse is so dope because no one had a room where you talked, right? And then, right. you know, um, all of them that were big at one point had this slightly different way that people would communicate and people like trying it through that way, right? Um, so I think, you know, as a as a as a business or as any of those, um, you know, artists or, you know, influencer nonprofit, you have to be mindful of these new forms of content that are being created and be on top of them. Right. It doesn't right. mean you need to be in every single thing trying to like dance and like, <laughs> talk, you know what I'm like right. You need to be aware of the new languages that are emerging. Right. Because that's how you get priced out or, you know, you age out the market when, you know, you don't know the cool words anymore. Right. And that's why we are no longer really talking about MySpace. And, you know, anymore. that's probably <laughs> like a whole nother show and case study there. Um, and so what I think what definitely is highlighted is that video uh, is, you know, not going anywhere. So what are your thoughts around video and how that plays into content marketing and this thought of teaching our audiences? Yeah, yeah. I, so I'm I'm a very like uh, when I give marketing advice, I give. I mean, of course, I can always take it super scientific and you know like that, but I usually just like to break it down, like so people kind of understand. Because a lot of times, you know, marketers overcomplicate it, people overcomplicate it, the tools are complicated. So I just like to simplify, right? I so love that. <laughs> okay. <good. laughs> so you know, sometimes that cross a little comes across a little blunt. You might have another uh, what's it, outer amen moment, <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, and one one of those ones, like you know, kind of talking about your video pieces, is always interesting. People will come to me and they're like, you know, how do I improve my ads, or you know, what can I do? And, you know, and they're running like an image or like a flyer or just like a you know like a single image or yeah. you know like a, a flyer, right? And I'd be like, so would you put a flyer on television if you were running an ad on TV? Would you just put up a static image with no sound, with no nothing? Would you like 
would you spend thousands of dollars to put a flyer on TV? And everybody's like, no, like you're tripping. Like, why would I do that? Like, of course I got to make a commercial. And I'm like, well, why would you do it on social media when everybody's watching video content, stories, engaging things, and you think they're going to stop on your flyer that you're spending money to put in front of them? Right. Boom. Mic drop. Mic drop. I mean, but it's so a simple, simple thought process like that is just can just change people's perspective. Yeah. And it makes right? so much sense. Yeah. So I could talk about the percentages of, you know, how much better video converts than static images, you know, and that, um, you know, what percent, you know, like I, I can I can take it there, but it's more just like think logically about this. Right. Like, yeah people are scrolling next to an image of their friend getting married. A next image is of a comedian doing a funny skit. And the next thing is going to come up your flyer for something they're not trying to buy or your content where you're just being hecka dry talking about, Hey, you know what? I've got the brand new service. And if you need this service, then you should maybe click the link on under my, under right here and i'm like it's not even an ad so there's, you can't even click a link in the comments you gotta go to the bio you know it's like you know you have to be you gotta compete and you're not competing with other businesses you're competing with content from their family their friends mm. the world's comedians you know the people that are best at doing it and it doesn't mean you need to be perfect but it means you do need to like figure it out a little bit yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. Oh my goodness. Um, our time is, is running out. I want to honor your time. Um, where can people connect with you online while, while we're here and listening and uh, any other ways that they can work with you? I know some people are listening, probably saying, he sounds like somebody I want to work with. Tell us all that. Yes. Yes. So, um, to, to connect with me online, I'm Tavad, the idea man everywhere. So T E V A H the idea man. I'm most active on Instagram. Um, so that's probably the best place. Um, I am on TikTok and YouTube and LinkedIn as well. Um, but Instagram definitely most active. If you're interested in working with me, um, either go to inspired media, right, right here. We've got a, um, accelerator called pandemic proof profits. Ooh. And uh, <laughs> thank you. Um, it was created right in the beginning of the pandemic because a lot of businesses were losing their business, going out of business. Um, and I wanted to show people, you know, the three M's that are required to generate mass revenue, even in a pandemic and stay afloat. And so there's the right mindset, marketing and business model that you need to have in order to generate revenue right now. And if you're interested in learning what those are, applying them to your business um, and really accelerating and growing, um, then go to inspiredmedia.com and check out Pandemic Proof Profits. Wonderful. And if you are um, listening to the podcast version, just check our show notes. Or if you're over at Charvette.com or Blog Talk Radio, check the notes section and the link uh, to his website is right there. All right. My um, I want to make sure you finish your thoughts. I mean, I, I want to honor your time. And you said so much and have given so much already. Yeah. Um, and yes, shout out to um, Carla R. Jenkins. Thank you. She she captured that over hanging out <laughs> over on on Twitter. Uh, thank you for being here, Carla. Um, so my last question for you, the goal of my show is to motivate, excite, and influence. And we want to okay. know what keeps motivating you. Oh, Big you question. know, 
I think I think it's that first pillar that I talked about. It's right. The social good is the why. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's really understanding your why and the people. Right. So as a marketer, as any business, you should be absolutely obsessed with who your customer is, who they are, what they need. Right. And so for me, one, you know, I look at when I do research on entrepreneurship, right, about 65 to 70 percent of entrepreneurs are women. Right. Entrepreneurship space, you know, if you look at it, most of it is really kind of tailored towards men. Right. But my program is mainly towards geared towards women because that's who entrepreneurs are. Um, And then I think about my mom, who was an entrepreneur as we grew up. Right. And I understood the challenges and struggle of being a single mom, creating a business and trying to raise a kid in the Bay Area. Right. With. Wow with her own business. And so for me, it's like what I bring to the world is extremely important because if I'm not successful at what I'm doing, if I don't get someone the results they need, someone's kid doesn't have enough food to eat that night. Ooh, chills. Right. Just got chills. Yeah. Some artist who's meant to inspire someone who's going to be great to grow up and be an engineer, to be a president, to be, you know, the next inventor, to bring peace. They they, if they don't get that message from that artist because that artist didn't know how to market and that Mm. kid doesn't get that message now. Right. What Mm -hmm. lost the world. So I take what I do extremely seriously because. I know the difference that one song had for me, one mom who would fight no matter what circumstances it took to be successful, what one business growing, hiring more folks that look like us, scaling and teaching community, one nonprofit, how many lives it could save. And if I don't stand strong, if I don't stand confidently, if I don't apply the God, the gift that God gave me, of yeah. understanding science and marketing and how these and creativity. And if I don't apply my skill set, something else down the line doesn't get what it was meant to or what it was supposed to get. And that's the loss of our visions. That's when when we don't step up, when we don't do the business that's in our heart, when we don't follow that dream of drawing or painting, when we don't follow that dream of dance or creativity, if we don't mm-hmm. understand, if we go into something and we don't learn everything about it, right? If I when I wanted to be a rapper, the reason I got into marketing is because I built a list of thousands of people as a 17-year-old in high school, a list of 3,000 people learned how to email market them, generated enough money from that list to send myself to Paris to study culinary arts because I also like cooking. Wow. Right? Mm. And so whatever it is that you want to do, dive into it fully. Get into every aspect of it. Learn the business. Learn the law. Learn the marketing. Learn the sales. Learn the technology. Learn the space. You'll find a lane for yourself. But if you don't follow that itch, someone else doesn't get their itch and someone else doesn't. And that ripple effect, you don't know how impactful you following your dream and letting your light shine could be and what difference that can make in the world. So that's why I stay and do what I do. Wow. 
like and uh, listeners and viewers, he did not have questions ahead of time. So this is this is nothing rehearsed. This is authentic. I just want to capture Angela said to your mom sounds amazing. Uh, absolutely. And I'm sure us uh, extremely proud, extremely proud. Thank you, Dr. Jackie. Uh, thank you for being here and pouring into our um, our audience uh, and we're going to keep our eye on you one last time all yeah. the connection points I just want to make sure everyone because uh, people are popping in and out what are the connection points to, to connect with you online and to get yes. involved in your program Tavad the idea man that's how you contact me online I'm active on Instagram T-E-V-A-H, the idea man, because I got all the ideas, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then um, check out inspiredmedia.com. Um, if you're interested in working with me, we have a marketing accelerator for small businesses called Pandemic Proof Profits. So if you would like to make sure your profits are pandemic proof, if you're not relying on no government PPP, if you want to have your own PPP, then join Pandemic Proof Profits. And um yeah, reach out for, for anything else. All right, wonderful. Thank you for stopping by the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, and we just wish you much more continued success. I thank you for having me. Awesome. Wow to the wow to the wow. Y'all need to throw up some hearts right now. Throw up some hearts right now. Throw up some hearts right now. Listen, this interview, even for the last question alone, he said so much, but even for that, that response of that last question, the... Um, the impact that you have, what you do and what you touch and the ripple effect, the interview was worth that last part that he said right there. So I see your hearts coming up. Thank you so much for being here again on the Charvette Mitchell with us here on the Charvette Mitchell radio show from all across the, the world wide web. My mom, Betty Mitchell, is saying great show, great show to both of us. Thank you so much. Uh, and we are going to uh, see you all later on the online web. Certainly Charvette.com is where you can find out all of our um, guests, our past guests, read their full bios, connect there and see what's coming up. And we thank you for being here and we'll see you all later. Live from Richmond, Virginia, you've been listening to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Catch Charvette Mitchell every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Interviewing all the stars you want to hear from. So until next week, stay motivated, excited, and influenced. This is the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully, it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.